when President Biden took office, he made a commitment to have 100 million people injected with the vaccine to protect them and their lives, their children, their families from COVID-19. I personally hope that he achieved that grand, great success of doing that because it's going to change the lives of hundreds of millions of people. He made a commitment, isn't it? He decided that once he entered office and he came in with a slam dunk, he made a commitment to get 100 million Americans vaccinated within the first 100 days of his presidency. I'm thinking about commitment and what that means, what that suggests, the big C word. And I know you're probably thinking I'm going to take this to commitment, the man committing to the girl through marriage. Not all relationships end up in marriage, is it? But a lot of women want that. I won't say all, but a lot of women want that. But look, we're going to talk about commitment for a minute and what you and I should believe that commitment really is. I mean, really, when you think about it, what is a commitment? Is it something that you do without hesitation, without any second thoughts? Is a commitment something you make to someone only within certain parameters because you can afford to do it that way? So you're going to commit only to uncommit later? You know what I mean? It's like, what really is a commitment? Again, I look at President Biden and his commitment. He made that commitment months before becoming president and he committed to the American people to do that within his first 100 days. Shall I tell you he's not too far off from it? And shall I also tell you that I've had my first dose of the vaccine, better known among the top three as Moderna. My arm was a little sore in the beginning the first day. I took it a few days ago on the 17th of February, in fact, and it was kind of swollen a little bit, itchy a little, and very sore for about three days. But apart from that, absolutely nothing. Is this a pitch for you to go and get your vaccine? Yes. If you want things to get back to normal so that you too can follow through on your commitments to those that you've made a commitment to, well, you got to be here living and breathing to follow through on your commitment. And with all these new variants popping up, you've got to commit to that vaccine in order to be around. The big C, the C word, what does it mean? Why, why are we so afraid of commitment? Why are men so afraid of commitment? Why do men think 
that it's okay to live with a woman five, ten years, and that's it. He's just living with her. He has no commitment other than to live with her. And really, that's not a commitment. Okay, so he's living with you. You guys are living together. But there's no firm commitment. Because any day, now or later, he can walk out, get himself another place, or move in with another woman. And voila, there you are, alone without him. Why? Because he didn't make a commitment to you. Is a commitment really what we are supposed to assume is marriage? A commitment is deeper than that. It's bigger than that. A commitment is something that I think we do, you know, out of uh, obligation. We do it out of love. We commit ourselves out of necessity. We are obliged sometimes to be committed to the things that we do. You know, even when you get hired on a job, they want you to be committed to that company. I, I don't think I should go any further without to say that it's going to be hard to imagine being in a relationship with someone who doesn't want you to be completely committed. But is a commitment in a relationship all about seeing exclusively that person? Is it I vow or I commit to you? Like when you get married and you have the vows that you read or speak to one another, that's a commitment. In those vows you're told or you convey before family and friends, and, and and the preacher, you you make a commitment that you'll be with that person for rich or for poor, you know, good health, bad health. That's a commitment, isn't it? To marry some handsome bloke or some gorgeous woman with this foxy hourglass body, and then a year or so later, if that long, something happens. And now that gorgeous man's face is destroyed or that gorgeous woman had diabetes. It was out of control. She never said anything about it. She never took her medicine and had to lose a leg. And by the way, that does happen in diabetes all the time. If you're not very disciplined and committed to doing the things that you're required to do. So what happens to commitment then when your looks are no longer there? Can a person still adhere to the big C word? Committed. Commitment. What happens after 100 days has gone? Will President Biden change his commitment and say, well, I tried. What happens when people get divorced? I don't care if you've been married a year, two years, five years, 10 years, 25 years. The point I want to make is what happens after all those years and the commitment just stops. Oh la la, it just stops. What happens? What, what went wrong with the commitment? 
If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Inspire Me. I'm your host, Rene Dubofois, and I thought commitment was and would be a really good topic for this episode. Why? Well, I'm in a committed relationship and I'm loving every minute of it. I've made certain vows and promises and I've committed myself to this man. And while there are a lot of things that are different about each of us, that's to be expected. But sometimes you get into a situation or a relationship with someone and there's a lot of very strong, varied, wide differences that makes your commitment alter itself, whether you want it to or not, whether you force it to or not. And sometimes it's just, oh la la, it's like, okay, I, I'm committed to this person, so I said I'll stay. Oh, and that's another good point. What about those of you who are married, but the marriage is just sour, plain no good. It's over, really. But you've got two kids. So you're committed to staying in the marriage, even though it is no marriage, for the sake of the kids. I want to talk a little bit about what commitment means. And I often like coming up with how-to tips. I like coming up with acronyms for words that we use very strongly and sometimes are not committed to the words that we put out there. When you think about it, commitment is in everything we do. We have to be committed to others, to ourselves, to our jobs, to our families, to our religion, to our culture. In every way of life, we must show some form of commitment. And the best way to be truly committed is to understand what a commitment really is. So let's look at the letter C. Communication. How can you be committed to anything or anyone when you have poor communication? If you're not communicating effectively, dare I say it, there is no commitment because you've not been honest. You've not been forthcoming. You've not been truthful. You've not really, really said what you mean and mean what you said. So first stop, full stop, a true commitment is communication. Oh, optimistic. I really believe that if you really want to be committed, you've got to be optimistic about that thing or that person you are committing yourself to. If you make a commitment to volunteer with a charity organization for the next 100 days, that organization is going to be expecting you for the next 100 days on the dates and the times that you committed. If you don't do that, you not only lose face, but 
they lose a lot of respect for you. M, motivated. Mm. Oh la la. You have got to be motivated to stay committed. If you're not motivated to stay committed, you're not going to stay committed. Oh la la. That's the obvious, isn't it? How can we be committed to anything that we're not even motivated about? I'm motivated about my relationships. I'm motivated about my uh, motivated about, excuse me, my podcast. I'm motivated when I get on a stage to speak to 10 people or 10,000. That motivates me. And I believe because I am an empowerment lecturer that I am motivating those that I speak to. So to start off being committed, understanding commitment, you must communicate, be strong in your communication. You've got to be optimistic. No, there's no time, no room, no space for negative thinking. And you've got to be motivated. When you're motivated, you're inspired. Oh, inspire me, Rone, inspire me. You've got to be motivated to do the right thing, to follow through, to honor people, to tell the truth. That's a form of motivation, isn't it? But then also, M, you've got to manage the moments. There are going to come times or moments in your life that you're not going to know how to handle. And because you don't know how to handle it, you're not going to be able to manage it well. Now, what do I mean by that? Because there are some things that come up in life that truly are very difficult, challenging situations that, mm, for the most part, for lack of a better thought or term, is very hurtful, just bloody hurtful. And in that moment, it may also be very shocking. And because of that, you've got to now immediately fix your face, change your attitude, lower your tone, or whatever the reaction is that you're having in that moment. You've got to manage your reaction. You've got to manage your response. There are people in relationships that they can't get out of or they won't get out of because they just do not want to live life alone. I have a lot of friends who'd rather be in a bad relationship than be alone. Stupid, stupid. But that's that's some people. Some people think that being alone is the same as being lonely. No, it isn't. Being alone is without someone. Being lonely is lonely. For someone needing someone don't be needy be you so manage moments a good committed person will know how to manage the moment manage the crisis no matter what is happening and then T transformation commitment is all about transformation when you commit yourself to something or someone, you are transforming into a new you. 
a person that you may have desired to become, a person that you never thought you would become, a person that you need to become. So commitment is all about transformation, transforming who you are and therefore transforming others. Transformation is good because it brings about change. Now, granted, I know you don't like change. A lot of people don't like change. But I've said it time and time again. If it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. So get over it. Hello, get over it and transform. You've heard the term rebranding yourself or remaking yourself or redoing your identity or recreating yourself. That's a transformation. A transformation is also going from black hair, coal black hair to platinum blonde. That's a transformation. Or having plastic surgery. Anything that brings about change is a transformation. Emma marketing or making it happen. Commitment is all about the marketing of your affairs. Now, I know you're thinking, girl, what are you talking about? Marketing your affairs. What I'm saying is there are things that you you can rehearse to say to that significant other or that colleague or that relative that you know is going to be slightly hurtful, maybe not so well understood, and you've got to sort of market how you're going to say it. So market how you're going to handle your communication is nothing more than making sure that what you say is going to manage the feelings of someone else. But when you market what your feelings or market your communication, it's sort of like testing it out on somebody that you know, like, and trust, that you know is not going to judge you for what you're trying to do. So I bet you weren't looking for that one, but market your communication because all it means is that you're managing your communication, you're You're looking for ways or strategies, steps to communicate something that's going to be hurtful. And that's a good commitment for someone to take the time to look into ways that they can communicate something that they know just may not go over quite so well. You follow what I'm saying? Oh, that's a real commitment, isn't it? When somebody takes the time. You may have a man that doesn't know how to write love letters to you. So he finds things on the internet and he copies and pastes it and he takes out words that don't belong and he puts words that would fit you and and him. And you don't like it because it's not from him. This is what I mean when I say market your communication. While it's not from him, Look at it another way. He has taken the time to market what he's going to say. He wants you to hear him. He wants you to know that he hears you, that he feels you, that he identifies with you, that he's trying to adhere to the needs that you say you want and need from him. 
So while it may not be his own words, it's still coming from the heart. To me, for men to take the time to do something like that and to seek and search something out. Oh, la, 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 la. What's wrong with you, sister? That is, oh, that's a romantic man because he's putting the time and the energy into marketing his affairs, his communications. And then, of course, E, enlightenment. A good, solid commitment has to, it's, it's all about enlight, enlightenment and being delighted about what you're doing, being delighted even 10 years down the road, being, being equipped with all of the emotional tools to constantly enlighten and brighten that person's day that has not gone so well. Same if you don't know specifically what happened during that day, but you know that it wasn't a good day. You're enlightened and you want to enlighten and highlight new ways for the relationship to grow. Same if it's a business partnership. You're thinking of ways to enlighten your partner or partners on how to grow the business, how to magnify your customer service. This is not just about, you know, um, love, romantic relationships. This is about business relationships, all kinds of relationships, children with parents, older parents, aging parents, vice versa. You want to you want to enlighten people to a new level about you and you about them and how how you guys can come together in harmony. I mean it's literally that simple. And then of course the letter in neglect. A good solid commitment understands that neglect can destroy any commitment that you've made, whatever the commitment is, doesn't matter what kind of commitment it is, just knowing that it's a commitment. And if you neglect your responsibility based on that commitment, if you neglect all of the components that made that commitment real, it's over. That's what they call game over. It's it's out. It's it's finished. C'est fini. Nothing else will matter. And it's going to be very difficult to overcome that. To, to pull that down. To, to change that. It's going to be very difficult. And there's nothing worse than neglect. People go to jail for neglect. You know that. You can neglect your children and end up in jail and your kids in foster home. You can neglect your parents who are aging, who are elderly. You can neglect just someone on the street and get your butt in a lot of trouble. So neglect has a lot to do with commitment. 
Because commitment is that thing that you lock yourself into and you connect yourself on a deeper level. And then finally, I know you're not looking for this one. (laughs) Oh boy, I can't wait to tell you my final one. The letter T, temptation. Oh, what are we going to do here? Yes, temptation. Oh, Sugarfoot, let's talk about that. How is it that you can be fully committed when you allow temptation to allow you to run off? Temptation will cause you to do the wrong thing. Temptation will cause you to cheat on your husband or your wife. Temptation will cause you to steal. Temptation will cause you to lie. And my grandmother used to say, if you'll lie, you'll also steal. Temptation will cause you to do evil. Temptation will cause you to deeply resent. Temptation will cause you to have deep, dark desires. Temptation? I don't think there's anything good I can say about it. Unless you're using temptation in your marriage, your relationship with your significant other, who means everything to you, temptation's got to go. Don't be tempted above that which you are able unless you know you've got a way to escape. Oh, that was so deep. So, commitment. Question is, as I come to my final moments, are you committed? Do you understand commitment means communication, being optimistic, being motivated, knowing how to manage your moments, understanding that you are transforming while you transfer or transform the other person marketing your desires, making sure that what you do, you're you're going to learn about it before you put it out there. Being enlightened and knowing how to enlighten others, understanding that neglect will lead to temptation. And temptation, baby, will lead to your demise. Don't be tempted above that which you are aren't able unless you've got a way for escape. Commitment. Are you committed? Are you utilizing commitment in all of its glory for all the right reasons versus all the wrong ones? Are you committed sincerely from the heart are you committed to social good are you committed to those things in your life as a change maker as a husband a wife a partner a lover a friend other a brother an uncle a colleague a co-worker are you committed 
to the fullest of all extents, 100%, unwavering, unshakable, T, totally committed. It's the big C word, and not everybody knows how to embrace it, and not everybody wants to. Question is, do you? Thank you for listening to Inspire Me. I am your host, Rene Dubovois, and the big C word, commitment, it's all about communication, being optimistic, being motivated, managing your moments, understanding that you're going to transform when you fully commit, and you're going to make things happen for the good, for the better in all your relationships. You're going to enlighten those who are in a form of darkness. You're committed to doing that and making sure that you neglect nothing and no one. And finally, you're going to escape temptation because there is always a way of escape. Thank you for listening and sharing my podcast. Inspire me. I'm Renee Dubovois. Merci beaucoup. Bonne journée. Au revoir.